All right, I think we're set up. Uh, hello, and welcome to what I'm calling the Daily Bible College Show.、Um, it's a chronicle of my experience going to Bible College,、uh, which I just started last week. So,、um, this is the first episode, and、um, I wanted to share a few things. I want to talk about why, <laughs> why I'm doing this, why I'm going to Bible College. Uh, I want to talk about the experience so far, what I'm learning. While it's still fresh, you know, I've just had a week of intensive classes,、uh, albeit it's online. I'm doing it from the UK on Zoom,、uh, and the classes are all in Malaysia.、Uh, but it's been an interesting experience. I want to share a bit about what that's like. And finally, I guess,、um, uh, by the way, I'm Thinking on the fly. I don't have anything on screen. I'm, wa- I'm watching YouTube actually. <laughs> I'm going to think about where this is headed, you know, what,、um, what I'm doing with this learning and what I hope、uh, or what I think, you know, God is using it for. So let's、uh, have that as an outline the college, my experience so far, and what's ahead. Yeah. So, first of all,、uh, yeah, the college.、Uh, I'm going to theological college or Bible college. And perhaps what's interesting is that it's based in Malaysia. Yeah,、uh, I wasn't planning on going to Bible college, but what happened was I moved back to Malaysia,、um, what was it,、uh, two months ago now. And、uh, I'm back in the UK because I have to like, pack up stuff. And people have been meeting me on the street saying, What are you doing back here? And、uh, it was kind of planned. But I didn't want to tell people because、uh, I, need, I need to actually get stuff done here. And otherwise, I'll be just spending time you know, going for meetups and dinner and that kind of thing. So I have stuff to do here to get done because in my heart, I'm already back home in Malaysia. <laughs> and I need to go back there as soon as possible.、Uh, but yeah, while I was back, and this was again a surprise, uh, I uh, signed up to go for lessons at a Bible college. And it's a college right in the center of Kuala Lumpur, the capital of Malaysia.、Uh, in fact,、um, the college itself is situated on the top floor of a shopping complex. <laughs> it, it, it's really, really cool.、Uh, as in, you take a lift, you go, go up to the top floor, and there's this church,、uh, there's、uh, various Christian organizations there, there's Alpha Malaysia, it's, it's a course. Evangelistic course for newcomers, and there is this theological school. I didn't know that、uh, when I went there. And what happened was,、uh, I was back in Malaysia.、Uh, I was,、um, what's the term for it? I was adjusting to life back home, acclimating myself to the environment back home. I was just looking for something to do. And what happened was, this、um, Instagram post popped up in my feed, and it said,、uh, There's this open day, you know, come for this open day in a theological college. I honestly didn't know what was it about, but it did say that there was food, you know, free dinner. And the thing was, it was during the day. You know, I was back in Malaysia, and you can generally meet up with people in the evening time, you know, after work, you go out for tea, you go out for Te tare, you know,、um, you know, this very sweet tea that we have in Malaysia. But during the day,、uh, it's very hard to fill, fill up my time.、Uh, I tend to spend it with my dad and my dad's friends who are all like in their 70s. <laughs> But here was that opportunity to go for a free dinner and meet other Christians, something I was very keen to do, and to just spend a day with them studying the Bible. 
So it was free. They said, just sign up. And I remember signing up and like waiting for a response because I wasn't sure whether, you know, it was weird to do this, whether it's allowed to do this. Um, uh, because it was just so casual. So just sign up and go for it. But I remember like the night before they, they sent me an email said, yep, come on in, come on in and uh, please join us. And that's one thing that I noticed about this uh, theological college, uh, these group of people uh, working there immediately was that they were just so welcoming. Uh, they're, they're really, really very much so. Uh, from uh, the day that I went there, you know, people just said hello. They welcomed me into their class. Uh, the thing is, this open day was just a way to experience a normal day in their schedule. So they're doing things as normal, but you're just going there just tagging along. But they expected people to come. And there are so many people just saying, hey, you're new here. You know, um, tell me why, why you're coming here. And I didn't exactly tell them I was there for the free food, <laughs> but I did tell them I was moving back to Malaysia. And there were just so many um, helpful conversations about that already that, that I made some friends and I really enjoyed the day. Uh, but that was it. You know, that, that was it. I, I, I intended to spend a day, have my free dinner. It was a wrap, <laughs> some kebab thing. It was okay. It was okay. But we, we were having dinner together as a whole. Everyone in class uh, had dinner together all different years. Uh, and then I learned a lot of Bible. You know, we, we sat in this um, lecture about theology in an Asian context, which was very, very fascinating. So yeah, um, so I went there and that was that. But what happened after that was that um, I started getting messages. Hey, um, so, you know, you came for the open day, would you like to join us? And, you know, it, at first I thought it was just like marketing. I, I thought, okay, all right, yeah, sure. Um, uh, thank you so much. Uh, I had a great day, but uh, to be honest, you know, I have other priorities. You know, I'm moving to a new country. I just want to settle down. Um, be with my family, find a good church, and then work a job. Uh, and he said, yep, sure, sure. But you know what? Uh, why not consider it, you know, and look at it? And all those uh, messages, I got a few. Uh, well, actually, most of them, I got them from one of the teachers in the, the, the college. And, well, he was the headmaster. And he was just really, really friendly. And, and he actually knew a bit about what I was doing here already in the UK. And so he had some context as to what I was doing ministry-wise or just my personal um, walk in terms of um, my journey with God and how, how I was reading the Bible regularly. He said, you know, I think there, there's something there that could fit into um, the college experience. And he was just very, very encouraging. And he wasn't pushy either way. He said, yep, sure, you know, if, if you think this is not for you, you know, um, that's okay, but do think about it. And I think just that general friendliness just nudged me towards thinking about college more seriously. And what it did was it got me to find out a bit more about this college, which is really, really interesting. It's just worth saying that this is a very, uh, to me, a very unique uh, way to package theological education. Um, and what they do is they have night school. It's once a week uh, on a Thursday evening. Uh, you come in after work. Uh, it starts only in the evening at 7.30 and you begin with worship. Uh, so they have this tagline about doing theology in the context of worship. And it's essentially a 
chapel service. You come in and you sing uh, some songs and you hear uh, an encouraging message, and then you have lectures. And the lecture is um, quite intense. Uh, it's uh, so chapel from seven thirty to eight, and then lecture from eight till ten thirty. So this is after a day of work. Most people have just come from the office and they sit down and they listen and they ask questions and it's very very intense. And it's all with the knowledge that um, you have to write an assignment at the end of this module. Uh, but it's once a week, and this fits in so well. This fits in so well with um, you know a busy life in the city. It fits in so well with um, ministry serving. You know, if you're serving the church. And like you're a pastor in a church, and you're just looking to sharpen your skills, this really complements that in terms of the timetable. Um, it's accessible; it's right in the city center. And uh, the thing that really intrigued me was the fact that many of the people doing this course uh, were ordinands. Now, um, uh, this is a theological college set up by the Anglican Church, and so ordinand is a name of someone who's going to be a pastor in the Anglican Church. And so, what you do is you say that you want to be a pastor, and to prepare for that process, um, uh, I think it's called discernment to offer yourself up as uh, a candidate for ministry to be discerning in this process. You go for this course. And so uh, there's the lectures in the morning, but there, there's this elective during the day that starts at 3.30 in the afternoon where you come in and there's also a chapel service followed by a time where, um, and I think it's flexible. Uh, I think you have some time of discussion, you have some time of workshops, and it's really a free part of the course which you can sign up to in addition to the lectures in the evening. And essentially, by doing this whole package, you know, once a week uh, in the city center uh, that fits into your schedule, you can, at the end of the three years, offer yourself up for ministry in the Anglican context in a very official way. Um, now, I think this is just in Malaysia, but what really intrigued me was that um, you know I'm here in the UK, and the Anglican Church is the predominant church here in the UK. And in order to offer yourself up for ministry here, uh, what you have to do is you ha also have to go to um, Bible college, but you have to do it full time, and uh, you have to move to Bible college. You have to essentially live there. Um, if you have a family, you have to move the kids, the wife there, and you have to spend these three years, four years going through lots of lectures, which have a lot of benefits to that. I think that's the full college experience. That's the ideal. But it means it's not as accessible if you're doing something else. And again, in Asia, you know, um, how do I put this? You know, it's not wealthy. <laughs> you know, um, a lot of pastors don't get paid to do ministry. Uh, and it's it's just a reflective of the economy there. And and yet, also they do so much. Lots of pastors are bivocational. They're doing something else and also serving their churches. And so the opportunity to do training, to be sharpened, to take a day out, you know, it really, really fits in very well with the ministry context back home. And there's cost. There's one thing, one thing that really, really hit me was the fact that the cost of doing a year of ministry training in this college in Malaysia is essentially... My goodness, is it like one-sixth of the college fees here? Um, 
it's it's like uh, 8,000 ringgit a year, and that's like maybe 1,500 pounds, 1,600 pounds. Whereas I think a year's um, tuition fees in the UK, uh, and it's already quite cheap. It's about 12,000, not including uh, you know living expenses, not including you know paying for accommodation, that kind of thing. So uh, realistically, that's about 16, 17, maybe even 20,000 pounds and more if you have a family. So it it's you, you could um, say that it's even one-tenth the price and you could continue doing on doing your work and doing ministry. And so it was very, very fascinating that there was this option at all. And so uh, what happened was when I found this out, this numbers, I actually started emailing my friends say, hey, you know, you, you're thinking about ministry, consider this. Hey, you're doing this in the UK. <laughs> Sorry to make you feel bad, but, you know, there's this option in Asia, which is just so much more affordable. It's, it's, it's incredible. And again, it's apples and oranges. One is full-time, one is part-time. Uh, one is, you know, you, you get a much fuller experience and you have that college life experience and the, this is embedded in um, your current, you know, life of service in church and working in the office, that kind of thing. And also in addition to that, doing training. Uh, but uh, uh, when I weighed that on, I, uh, the thing that hit me was not that, okay, then I can go into an acting in church. I'm not planning to do that. I, I think because I haven't signed up to it from the beginning, I'm just not going to be able to even qualify for that. But it just kind of got again nudged me, you know, step by step, seeing that, hey, you know what, I could actually do this. Um, by God's grace, I can actually afford to do this. It isn't expensive in terms of the cost, but also the time. And actually, it kind it got to the point where it actually kind of like makes made sense. I was moving back to Malaysia. I was trying to adjust to life back home, and I had all these sets of priorities. And chief of that was just trying to adjust back to the context of Malaysia. And I was thinking, you know, this is right in the city center. You know, we're there with Christians, um, and it's a very healthy environment whereby I'm going to be um, uh, learning what it means to be a Christian in Malaysia. I was thinking it kind of made sense for my context. I could fit this in. And why not make this even a priority? Yes, I have a job coming up. Yes, I have to fit it in with the rest of life. But it wouldn't be a bad thing to make one day a week about studying the Bible and being with God's people, you know, on top of church, of course, which I was, you know, I was doing a lot already, you know, on Sundays, I was going to like four services on Sundays. But this was the same group of people for essentially the entire day. So it made sense. It made sense. And um, and I remember writing back to Mark, who was the principal at this college. I was saying, you know what? Okay, I'm, I'm just going to submit an application. And honestly, that was all it was. I, know I submitted it. Uh, uh, this was maybe like three weeks ago. And um, that was that. I didn't know when term was starting. I didn't know that there was this thing called this intensive week that happened last week. It was so intense. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I would have changed my mind if I did. But really, again, I just want to get across that. This is just a step-by-step -step, um, incremental process that led me to where I am right now. Um, so, okay, all right. Um, this is dragged for quite a bit. Um, I wonder if I might cut it short. But yeah, uh, initially the first bit, I'm just talking about the college itself. It's called St. Paul's Theological College, SPTC. It is located in the city center uh, on top of the shopping complex called Lot 10, and it's once a week. 
So um, uh, I signed up to do this uh, for three years, and uh, I really only got back the confirmation of my place a week ago. And so it took about three weeks or so for it to be processed, during which term had already started. Uh, so maybe this is a good time to move into the second section of this random podcast again. Thank you if you're just joining me. Uh, I'm talking about my experiences going to Bible college. I'm calling it the Daily Bible College Show, <laughs> and this is the second part of this discussion, this chat about um, my experience so far, and it's been great. And just in short, it's been really, really engaging, uh, challenging, uh, just in terms of the time difference. <laughs> I'm listening to lectures here sometimes at 2 a.m. in the morning, uh, but really, really fruitful and uh, worthwhile and joyful. And what's been going on is um, I'm here in the UK uh, because I have to do some packing and term has already started. And so what I did was I've been signing in on Zoom. And... I've got to say, I didn't know this when I signed on, but they're doing it so well. Uh, the class is physical. It is happening in Malaysia, in Kuala Lumpur. All the students are there. But there's always a camera, and they make a really good effort to mic uh, themselves up when they give the lectures, such that when I am here across the world logging in on Zoom, I think I get pretty much the full experience of what it means to be there. Now, I wish I was there, and uh, when I do go back home, I fully intend to go for the classes. But it is such, again, an accommodating, uh, a flexible, a sensible way of getting people to uh, keep on going and to fit college life into their ministry life. Because, say you can go for a week, um, you can go on Zoom, say, you know, you're stuck in a jam, you're late, you can still, like, turn on safely if you're not driving you know you can, you can still watch it on on uh, on the train or something and um and you, you can still catch the lecture and that kind of thing uh, when it's done so well just makes you think you know this this is possible you know it, it's possible to be engaged and to get the full experience and it makes you even want to be there all the more uh, so uh, when I initially joined, I was surprised um, when I got the email saying, tomorrow <laughs> there's a lecture, because I hadn't yet formally been accepted in. But they were so generous. They said, just join us first. And they, they just let me in the full experience um, uh, from day one, going for the induction. I remember it was a Sunday morning, and I didn't know what was happening. And it was I got the time wrong. I had to sign on immediately. It was like 8.30 in the morning here. And my aunt... I remember my aunt was living with me at that point of time. This was three weeks ago. And I'd agree with her to go out for a walk. So I was going out walking with my aunt. She's 80 years old and walking really slowly <laughs> down the streets of Cambridge. And I had like my phone on with my headphones. And, and, and I was watching on Zoom the induction process, people telling us how to use the library. And what's it like you know, in college, you know, just giving us a tour and that kind of thing. And um, <laughs> it wasn't ideal, but it was still possible to do that, you know, all the way here in Cambridge. Uh, when classes started properly, this was again on the first Thursday, all the classes on a Thursday, uh, I logged on and it was, I'll be honest, it was a really, really full day. Um, so 3.30, they start with chapel. That's 8.30 in the morning here. And then the, the when you have the full day schedule, you end at 
10.30 or so in the evening time in Malaysia, which is 3.30 p.m. here in the UK. So you think of it, 8.30, you wake up, you go for class, chapel, a workshop, then second chapel, and then class. You're done by essentially the end of the day, 3.30. And so um, that was a really full day. Um, and again, at that point of time, my aunt was still with me. So in between, I had to like squeeze in, you know, um, uh, I ran out to get lunch, came back and I had a bite. And I felt kind of bad as well because, you know, usually we'd spend a day together. But for that one day, I had to sit in front of the computer screen. So that was the thing that was really, really challenging. I imagine uh, for some of the other students as well, some of them had kids um, and other people, you know, they had work as well. I remember there was someone who was logging in during their lunchtime at work. And um, again, I think it just reflects the reality of the people who are doing these courses. You know, they have lives. You know, they, they usually are doing ministry in some kind of full-on context already. And that's why they're seeking training. You know, it's such a luxury to have take time out to just do the training on its own. Although that, again, is the ideal. But again, it makes it possible that flexibility you know, is just helpful. And there's a kind of generous spirit in how understanding they are. Now, they're very, very strict about attendance. They want us to turn on our cameras, that kind of thing. There's a kind of etiquette when, when it comes to attending these classes. But I think that's, balance, that's balancing off just how generous and how well they do this hybrid component to studying. So my general impression so far has been really, really very good. Really, really very good. I told someone actually I had very low expectations <laughs> when I joined the class. You know, this is you know, this is Malaysia, and I'm sorry to say this, but you know, Malaysia is not known for its excellence. It's not known for doing things very, very well. And I said to someone, as long as it's not bad, as long as not the case, you know, I'll be happy. I, I can tahan for three years. But in reality, it's been really, really very good. It's been excellent, actually, the quality of teaching and just the engagement in class. They, they facilitate the discussions really, really well. They've obviously done this a few times already. It's a very new college. It's only been around for eight years, but they've done this enough that they've kind of like honed the, the course, the way that it's done to a way that they know can be very, very helpful, very, very engaging for the students. So I've done so far one module. So the last few sessions we've had two two days, two weeks, and then we had an intensive week whereby it's every day for a week. Uh, that was last week. So so three weeks altogether, and all it basically covered one module. And this module is called FFT, the Foundations for Theology. And what it does is it gives you the building blocks for how you put your understanding for God together, how then you're able to speak this to others because that's the that's the context of ministry. You're speaking about God. You're talking about God. You're helping people to understand God. And so what it what becomes the meat of that content of what you're saying, or or another word for that is influences. You know, these days we live in an age of Instagram where we have lots of individuals who are influencers, but they influence you. And so this is very helpful because when you're thinking about theology, you're essentially thinking about theologians. You know, they're people that God, God uses to speak and reveal his will, his word, his grace to us. And it's essentially asking, you know, what kind of theologian you're going to be? You know, where are you going to get your content? Who are you going to be listening to? And what kind of theologian you're going to be to the people you're ministering to? And it's acknowledging that we all are influenced in some way or another, by various sources. Now, we all want to say, and I want to say that it's the Bible. It's primarily the Bible. 
But it's one thing to put the Bible as the ultimate source of authority. It's another thing to say that it's only the Bible, even if you wanted to. And, and, and there's part of me that wants to do this, but acknowledging that actually just being human, living in a community, living in the context of the kind of church that you go to, or even in the UK, you know, the Queen has just passed, and there's a kind of context whereby the mood now is very somber, you know, people are mourning, and people are thinking about who, what this, what's the, and all, the, all these kind of references feed into how you're going to be speaking God into these contexts. And so they broke it down into different lectures, into the different elements, whereby we are meant to just consider, you know, hey, how much of this is informing our picture of God. And he started with the Bible because this is essentially um, ground zero. You know, God reveals himself to us and reveals himself to us fully through the Lord Jesus Christ and, um, and internally through the Holy Spirit. But also there's a kind of um, journey that God has gone through history that is now recorded in his word, in the Bible. And the Bible is a living word that continues to speak to us today of his son through his spirit. And so the Bible is one essential source is uh, where we speak from the Bible, but also is the Bible as a means of God speaking to us directly. And then the other elements uh, are things like, um, uh, <laughs> what's it, tradition? Tradition Tradition is essentially anything that um, we, we pass on to someone else. So essentially, even me telling people that you should put the Bible first is essentially me passing on a kind of tradition because I'm passing on like the gospel. You know, this is the central message of the Bible and passing on the idea of preaching as a main means of speaking or teaching the Bible. And that itself also is a tradition. There's a way in which to preach the Bible that is faithful, that is clear, that is helpful. And in the same way that, you know, if you have a church with uh, chairs instead of pews, that too can be a tradition. The way that you have announcements, the kind of songs, or the way that you dress, all these things are ways that influence other people to think that, hey, this is the way we should do this, this is the way that we should do ministry, that is a tradition. Whether you call yourself traditional or not, I think that's just a very helpful way of packaging and thinking about what it is that we are influencing other people to do, aside from, you know, directly from God's word. Other elements is things like reason. Reason that people are constantly evaluating the truthfulness and the logic. Does it make sense, the logic of what you're saying to them? And that kind of faculty of thinking and processing is something that the Bible itself encourages us to do. You know, whatever you know that God gives us, it gives us the process through our hearts and through our minds and through our lives. And this kind of process, it's it 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 gives uh, well, how do you put this? It, it, it gives, it's almost a hallmark of whether we take it seriously or not. You know, if you're thinking about something, that means you're almost bringing it to mind, especially when, when you have to do it consciously. You know, maybe you're suffering and you're thinking, no, this is still a time for me to still not turn away from God. And I'm thinking about how it is that God uses my suffering to help me to focus on him and to see that he's my ultimate treasure. Jesus has died for me on the cross. All this is a process of reasoning and filtering through your experiencing and experiences of life by bringing it back to God's word. And those are the three primary sources. But in addition, in addition to that, they also have experience and culture. And those were the last two lectures that we had that shows us that even there's a kind of group thinking, group experience, and group tradition that shapes the way of life of the people around us. 
and that's um, my, I, I don't think they said that, but that's my kind of like um, layperson uh, definition of culture. That culture is once more, when, once it's not just you. Once it's a few people around you, whether Christian or not, start emulating the way that you're doing things and thinking about things and reasoning about things, then it becomes a culture. You walk into a room, you're essentially adding to the culture of that room. Like you join a new company, you know, there's a company culture, you have, you have a choice either to adopt it or to maybe even change it. And it's the same with the internet, it's the same with, with the country, it's the same with politics, that kind of thing. And just being aware of that, you realize that actually culture is a very powerful tool, a very powerful influence, can be a very powerful distraction as well, but it's just worth being aware of culture. And so that was just the first module that we went through the last couple of weeks. Uh, very, very helpful, I think. I think uh, the lecturers are just very experienced at doing what they're doing in a way that helps us to think. Now, the thing about uh, going to church and hearing a sermon, the difference is that you have to kind of like condense things much more. You know, lecture, you have two or three hours, you can get people to discuss. But when you're condensing things into a sermon, you essentially have to boil it down to here is what you're supposed to think about or go back home and think about it more. But what the lecturers do really, really well is they make use of the time. They encourage us to discuss. To discuss. They steer us towards uh, some truths and some facts, especially in, in the written form. You know, referencing is really important as you read this book and then form your, your opinion on this book. But there's something objective about that. They, they want us to re respond to the sources themselves rather than they themselves advocating it. And I think they're doing this intentionally and sensitively because uh, the class is made up of people from very different traditions, very different church backgrounds, and they want to be as helpful as possible for people to form a kind of theology that they can apply immediately to their own contexts. And I think that kind of sensitivity, that kind of flexibility, again, is very, very helpful when you're thinking not just how to serve within my circle of ministry, but you're thinking broader. You know, how do I um, work with other churches for the cause of the gospel? Or maybe how do I even recognize, you know, some differences in other churches that, so that we don't take for granted that we, under, that we all see things the same way, but it's just in a very helpful way Then we can think maybe there's some area whereby we need to address, some area we need to discuss. But again, understanding that in a way that's sensitive and acute uh, comes from, you know, doing a lot of thinking for ourselves. And I think that's what the lecturers are trying to do. So, um, yeah, this is, okay, we're 30 minutes in already, so I should stop here. In a nutshell, it's been really, really great. Uh, I'm not looking for the look forward to the assignments. Um, I think I'm my first one now. Uh, I'm thinking about evaluating or doing a book review on this book written by a theologian who I found out is actually Singaporean. Uh, and he wrote a book about theology in an Asian context. I'm not sure if that's a, I can't remember the name of the title. I just looked at it this morning. But I'm looking forward to reading something that's written by an Asian theologian and just trying like summarizing it and maybe even applying it to some context that I've been in so far in the Chinese church. And again, the course gives me the opportunity to do this. Uh, I'm even thinking of contacting this author because I found out he's still alive and maybe doing an interview with him. But again, for me personally, you know, it's just been very stirring, very, very uh, engaging. It's just given me a context of thinking about the Bible, thinking about ministry uh, back home in Malaysia. And so I really, really enjoy it. Um, and that brings me to the last point, you know, uh, what's ahead? You know, what, what's it going to be like ahead? 
or uh, maybe I might even sneak in uh, some things about uh, you guys. You know, if you're thinking about doing um, theology and studying um, in a college like this, not necessarily not necessarily SBTC, but just doing theology. And there are other really really good courses and institutions back in Malaysia. So um, what's ahead is uh, more online study. I'm still in the UK for the next month at least. Lots of packing to do, lots of admin stuff um, that I need to get done. I, uh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> uh, I promise you because I really am motivated to go back home. But in the meantime, it means that I will have to do my first assignment here uh, in the UK, that book review, um, and uh, do the classes on Zoom. Um, but also, it's making me think ahead about what it means to be uh, involved in a church back home in Malaysia. Uh, I don't know why I don't know. The thing is, in Malaysia, especially in KL where I'm living, uh, it's so different from uh, Cambridge. Uh, there are just so many more churches which are so much bigger, uh, admittedly much more charismatic than the churches here in the UK. Even the Reformed churches are much more charismatic than the church here. You know, I'm thinking of a couple of Reformed churches, and you can guess which one. Think of the most Reformed ones. And the truth is, <laughs> the conservative churches, church would look at them and say, hey, you're quite charismatic. <laughs> and they, they would think of themselves very, and, and, and even much more so than, you know, this college I'm going to. And I've gotten... Uh, very gracious responses so far from pe some people who are a bit concerned that I'm joining this course, you know, have you turned charismatic, that kind of thing. And that's not exactly my plan, but it is actually part of my intention to be friends and to try to understand where this different perspective is coming from. I don't think it's that different, but at the same time, there are points of differences and I want to appreciate that. And I want to uh, appreciate that from people who actually practice this and believe this in such a way that I can be as empathetic, as gracious, but also as discerning as possible. Uh, but again, uh, noting again that this college is very, very, um, just, just, just very, very sensitive towards this. I think they're presenting all their teaching in a very fair way that is accessible to everyone in every different kind of church background. Uh, but again, what's ahead is just more learning and hopefully, hopefully me being able to attend the next intensive session, which is end of October uh, in person, because this intensive weeks, they have, I think, like a couple of them every term, whereby you're meant to go every evening for a week and it ends with a Saturday morning session. And it's very intense so that the Saturday session, they want to say, here's your reward. They give you like breakfast. And I wanted to go for that breakfast. <laughs> I missed it out the last time. Heard they did nasi lemak and chakwe that kind of thing. I am going to do a mukbang there. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to eat double because I missed out the last one. I eat triple because I'm looking for the next one. I, I just want to take in the full experience. And uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. And get to know the people. I think that's one thing I really want to do. I want to make the most of this course by really journeying along with the students in my year especially because I really, really do admire them. I've been talking to a few of them already and you know, they have families, they have commitments. This is, a, this is a struggle. Some have really come to this point of finally joining the course after thinking about it for so long. And when you see where they've come from, you get really excited about where they're headed to. 
You know,、uh, some are going to missions. Some are already serving in the churches. Some are passionate about、um, certain practices of theology and ministry, and it's just exciting, you know, meeting this mix of people who are all serious about serving God in the church context. So I want to do that. I want to spend time、uh, making the most of the course and getting to know the people who are doing this course.、Uh, but for those of you who are thinking about doing this.、Um, If there is one thing I would encourage you to do is to make the most of the open days, which is how you know for me that's how the ball got rolling. I just went for one of the open days. I、uh, sat and got a free dinner and just started getting to know the people and getting a taste for the experience. And、um, there are other institutions in Malaysia that do this.、Uh, I'm not sure if they have open days, but I'm sure that there's a way for you to just find out more about this.、Uh, a few of them that come to mind are the Equip Ministry courses. Now, this is a Bible handling course that helps you to understand biblical theology. And there are different components where we can understand church history. You can do languages. You can do a full degree. You can do a master's. That kind of thing is a full suite of courses that you can, can sign up for. I think the classes are being held somewhere in PJ, and they also have online and evening courses. So do check them out. Equip Ministries. It comes from a reform tradition, but actually, I would encourage anyone from any tradition to really look into this because、um, I think. Especially when it comes to learning the Bible well, and if you're doing any preaching or you just want to be enthused in ministry, the Bible is one of those long-term things that helps you go on indefinitely. Because it's almost again, it's 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 the raw material. It's what informs our ministry. It's actually what informs our joy as to why we're doing what we're doing when it comes to it comes to serving God. And I think、uh, they have a particular emphasis when it comes to the gospel. When it comes to putting God's word as central. So, Equip Ministries.、Um, the other two,、um, I know that there's Seminary Theology Malaysia. I don't know much about it. And that's the thing. I wish I found out more about it, uh, uh, but I think they're one of the mainstream training colleges in Malaysia. There's Malaysia Bible Seminary as well.、Uh, is that the one with the swimming pool? <laughs> Actually,、uh, I think I met the principal when he was here in the UK, and he was really, really nice guy.、Uh, I met him in the Chinese church, and I really. Actually, I do want to visit one day, but because I heard that there's a swimming pool there, <laughs> oh no! But don't just go because of a swimming pool. But again, go because again, these are.、Uh, I think they train. It might is it for one of the other denominations as well. And I think if you come from particular uh, church uh, strands and influences, I think it might be just worth investigating. You know how your churches already provide training. I think I put it that way. You know, I think it will be either one of these, STM or MBS, whereby it just helps you understand your own context as well. And especially if you're thinking of formally summoning yourself for ministry, becoming a pastor, that kind of thing, it's just more helpful for you to be amongst、uh, other pastors in the same tradition, so that you're preparing for that context, preparing、um, to be mentored by pastors who are in that.、Um, Tradition, and that's just helpful to do. So,、um, and I think another one was what was it?、Um, yesterday, someone mentioned it to me.、Uh, I think the Pentecost Apostles have another college called.、Um, it's the one by Victor Lee. I can't remember what it was.、Um, uh, what was it called again? Victor Lee Bible College, BCM, BCM yeah, Bible College, Malaysia. That's that's another one to check out if you're from a Pentecostal background. I actually met. 
my friend's dad yesterday at a graduation who trained one of the recent graduates from BCM. Um, um, not sure if you should mention someone named Eva Wong. Eva Wong, if you're watching this, uh, well done. You had, I think, you have a very good mentor. I met your your mentor here in Oxford, and he was he had very high praise for this particular student. And uh, I happen to know of the principal Victor Lee from one of the episodes from Let's Get Real. I think Brandon interviewed him, and I was really really impressed about how. He was just very generously, but also very wisely guiding people who were thinking about the, doing theological college, about how they need to think about it seriously, you know, get advice from pastors, that kind of thing. So, yep, SDM, uh, uh, MBS, BCM, all these different acronyms, <laughs> and SBTC, the one I'm going to right now. But it just means that there are lots and lots of avenues for training. And I think we would be remiss, you know, if you are serving in your church and you are interested in doing this better and long term, I think we would be remiss not to take advantage of the fact that there are these avenues for training. Uh, I think it is rewarding to be able to do this, although it is a sacrifice in terms of your time and investment. And I think also another thing to mention is that I think they are also kind of affordable. Uh, so the ones that I mentioned earlier on for SPTC, when I mentioned the course fee, some of you might have gone in Malaysia, especially, wow, that's a lot. And it is actually, to be honest. It's just not that much compared to the UK context, but it is a lot for Malaysians. Uh, and actually, all these other courses uh, offer individual modules that you can then sign up for, and that's just cheaper. So SPTC is all or nothing, but the other courses, like you know, especially Equip, check them out because they have individual courses that you can sign up for and just pay for those that are very, very affordable. Uh, I had a friend who stayed with me over Easter and uh, he was thinking about training. I said, definitely check out Equip. And we looked at it together and he went, whoa, you know, this is, this is so near me and this is so cheap and I can do this on the evening time. Uh, and that was his gut reaction. I think it might be yours as well. So do check them out. Uh, especially if uh, you just want to find something flexible, something very helpful, and maybe even a community of people to kind of like journey along in your ministry. I think uh, check these different avenues out. Um, yep, 41 minutes. I think should end here. This has been the first episode of Daily Bible College show. And I've just been talking about um, my first impressions of going to Bible college, uh, being there for about three weeks and it's been just very rewarding very challenging and um, I'm doing this because a friend named MJ <laughs> was talking about how people watch YouTube videos of people doing exercise you know people trying to bulk up going to the gym and they're more interested in looking at the process than the end result the one is and this is me going to the spiritual gym you know I'm I'm not there yet you know uh, I, I'm you know obviously excited because I'm just at the start but what I'm hoping to do is just to be able to share a kind of like a real world look into what it actually is like so forgive me if this is kind of rough around the ages uh, but I thought what I'll do is just as I go along I'll share what I've learned so far and maybe you can then get a very real taste as to what this experience might be like for you if you were to think about doing something like theological college well just uh, to end by saying thank you so much for listening uh, really appreciate uh, those of you who have been journeying with me so far um, uh, um, friends who've been just really interested in the fact that I'm doing this I didn't think that so many people would be so positive and encouraging in your comments. Thank you so much for those. It's It's been very, very humbling and encouraging. I wasn't planning on doing this again, but really your comments and your feedback have just really spurred 
me on. And also just to ask, you know, if you have any questions, please send them to me. I'll, um, I'll happily answer them or any advice as to how to make the most of my time here. Again, I'll very, well, very much welcome them. And to say, um, see you in the next video. Yeah. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Shh. <laughs>